Welcome to the podcast, The Dental Breakdown. My name is Christian White. I'm the CEO of White & Associates Practice Consulting, Better Business, Better Dentistry. We are a practice management consulting firm for dentists and other healthcare-related businesses. Our sole purpose is to implement proven strategies through online and in-practice visits that result in the personal and professional success for you and your team. We are in the business of making the difference between good and great. This podcast will help your team have a larger impact on your patients, create long-term lasting relationships with your patients and with each other, and increase the bottom line and everyone can be happier during the day. You can listen when you first wake up in the morning or just before you go to bed at night, in the car on the way to work or during your lunch break. This podcast was meant for you and your team's busy lifestyle. Each podcast will be between 10 and 15 minutes long and focus on the daily challenges, frustrations, and concerns you and your team face daily. Okay, so today we are in studio with Dr. Frank Milner, um, just a legend in the dental community. Um, And Dr. Frank, uh, I think what I'd like to kind of start out with is, you know, you are at the forefront of technology and dentistry. You are right there on the front line. Now, talk about the trends that are kind of shaping the dental marketplace today and some things that you're experiencing. First of all, there's two camps. There's corporate camp and private practice camp. Correct. Each has its own reality. Each is not going away. Mm-hmm. The profession of dentistry is changing daily. Now, What do they need to know? Where do they start? What you need to start with is good materials. There are no bad materials in dentistry. I'm the one generation who had bad materials and we we were the lab rats and all the corporates improved on them. So we give, I give it to you, there's no bad materials. The other thing you really need to know whether you are on a salary whether you are on a production fee, whether you are working with a private practice dentist solely in a group practice or a corporate practice, you have to know who you are, what is your core philosophy, what is your vision of dentistry, what does two structure mean to you? If you remove it, it's irreversible. It doesn't grow back, there's a consequence. What the young dentists need to know is they don't see 30 years down the road. I've seen it. No, they don't. And I see it on a daily basis of my work and everybody else's work is what is the consequence of dentistry. Therefore, I say to all who will listen, start out with risk assessment first with a patient. Get to know them. Tell them what your vision is, your mindset about teeth about prevention, just like a physician Mm -hmm. trying to get you so you don't have hypertension, diabetes, high cholesterol, those sort of things, they monitor it and they get you within normal limits. So that's what I would calibrate any dentist today is to understand not just to pick up tools and create tooth dust for experience, they crave it. Mm -hmm. They want experience. Now, at what cost? Interesting. And from what's going to happen to that patient 30 years from now, I'll tell them that story. I'll take them there in the time machine. Mm -hmm. What I do today will determine what you're going to have 30 years from now. That's why my mindset is not only landing in high tech world like today, I'm bringing the past with me because I did the past. Now I'm living in the, in the present and I'm seeing what happened. 
what we did. Now these young dentists, wherever they are, Correct. they're going to inherit everything we did as baby boomers, <laughs> and they don't know what happened. They don't know my story. Oh, over the head. How do you fix it? What happened? Oh my gosh, look at that big silver filling. What the heck is that? Well, no, it's not what the heck that is, because some of it's 50 years old. It's lasted that long. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. That's the sacred hunting ground. Okay? Respect it. Always respect good quality work. That's what I say. Interesting. Um, so Frank, um, I'm a younger dentist and I'm graduating from, I just graduated from dental school and here I am, I have my, you know, my first patient and I'm looking in their mouth. How can I, as a younger dentist, do a good job of relating to this person or this new person I'm seeing in the chair? Okay, first of all, it's not a tooth thing. You're gonna do a tooth thing, but this is a human thing. Okay, so what we want to do is if you're that young dentist and you're kind of nervous and now you may have a middle-aged person who's looking over their glasses, looking at you, waiting, say, okay, uh, I wonder how this is going to go. Okay, but you have to get to know them. Ask a few questions. Where are you from? What do you do? Where do you work? What are your hobbies? Okay, and especially if I, I'm very curious on people I meet, I want to know what they're doing because I have something in common with all of them. Somewhere, one way or the other, we have something in common and I want to find that out within the first minute so we can build a bridge together. So we have something to talk about. The, the tooth thing should come last. The human thing comes first. Correct. And, and you know this and I know this, but in some dental offices, you know, the patient is the vehicle that wheels the tooth into the operatory, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, we, and I have experienced that. <laughs> so I, um, the, so that is, yeah, that's not what we're trying to get here. Um, so here, let me ask you just a real basic question for people. How would you start a, a conversation with a patient with someone you don't even know? I'm going to take you real basic. Okay. I'm a new dentist and I see Christian White in the chair and he's got his hands folded. He's kind of skeptical. He doesn't know who I am. And I'm going to, first of all, I'm not coming in with, with my loops on. I'm not coming in with gloves on. I'm not coming in with a mask on. I'm coming in as a human being. Hey, I'm Dr. Milner. Christian, my pleasure to meet you. Now, First thing I'm not going to do is stand up while he's sitting down in the chair. First thing I'm doing is tipping that chair up and I'm going to sit down in the chair and we're going eye to eye and I got my hands on my knees and now it's just me and you. It's not the tooth thing yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to know about you a little bit first and I'm going to say, you know, you know, I'm a young dentist. I'm graduated, but I'm a curious dentist and I, I'm going to do a good job for you. But first of all, we have to build something together. It's called a relationship on trust and confidence. And you see the people around me too, they're very qualified and we're a team. I'm part of a team. It's not just me. That's what I would say first before you start get that little hand mirror out and start look peeking around at the neighborhood of molars. You, uh, yes, I, I think you make a very good point. Um, I have watched you know, some of the younger dentists and yeah, they do take the mirror and stick it in the patient's mouth. That's the first thing they do. And normally the patient will, will choke or gag. <laughs> and it doesn't usually go very well from there. 
<laughs> on from that point on. Um, so you said a major word right there. And I think dentistry needs some help with that. It's called establishing and creating trust for the patient. How do you, you know the how of that? Okay, Christian, the word we should abolish in dentistry, yes. you need. Yes. Dentists say you need. You need a crown. You need two fillings. Let's get you scheduled. No, you don't need anything. Sometimes doing nothing is your best clinical option because doing something that you're not prepared for, that you can't architecturally design a blueprint, could be the worst thing you could possibly do to a tooth. You don't need, this is what I see. This is what it means. This is the consequence for your life on what I've seen and witnessed. Now, this, these are your options and I always state to any any patient, even if there's a catastrophic thing going on, you could, you could, we can do nothing. That's a firewall between you and me. Mm -hmm. You don't need anything. You can do nothing. It's okay by me. I have no agenda to sell you something. What I'm selling you is education and education leads to trust and confidence. That's why I have three generations of patients. I have staff members that have been with me for 30 years. Mm -hmm. I've had three patients become dentists. Wow. Okay. So there's there's a dynamic of being human first has re huge rewards. Being a dentist, yeah, yeah, we were trained. But the doctor thing, uh, I don't even like thinking about me as a doctor anymore. I'm just a human being doing a job. So let me ask you this next piece then. So for dentists, who have been in the profession for a while, and I'll watch my words carefully, who are more mature, who are farther along in their career, how, what would you say to them if they were, uh, to help them along? Okay, I have to be careful too. Yes. Because I was a dentist. Yes. And when I was a dentist, I was in the box. Okay, that's where we live in boxes. They're called offices, but they're boxes. The boxes are confining because we were indoctrinated into dental school. If it works, don't change it. Therefore, if it, we're out in practice and we have the same materials and everything else, why would we wanna change materials or technology if what I've used for the last 15 years still works? Now, there, that to me, that's you can't grow. You have to be open. I don't, uh, I'm gonna to try to, get you out of the box as your mentor and teacher comfortably, okay? That for some dentists, that's very emotional and uh, unnerving for them to think they can just try new things. That is, that is, I mean, um, I have learned this much, <laughs> you know, walking into a dental office and throwing the word change you out is the quickest way to get kicked out. Yeah, <laughs> that is a very scary word, and you know, obviously, you know, for the dentist, because what you, know, you know, it involves a lot of things. I may have to do something different. I may have to get out of my comfort zone, and that's, that can be a real scary place. So here, um, you know, let me read this to you. You know, dangerous is the place um, where change is not accepted. I think in a dental office, or whether you're in business. That is a really big deal. It's a big deal. Think about not you, doctor. Think about your staff. Think about your patients. How do you stimulate 
and excite your staff and your patients if you keep saying the same thing over and over and do the same thing over and over. Mm -hmm. You can't grow, your staff can't grow. Your patients don't know what you're learning. The world is changing, you better change with it because if you're locked in a time warp someplace else, my mature dentists like me, a word of caution, the yellow flag is up, mm -hmm. okay? Get some advice, reasonably change with mentorship, with skill sets to offer your patients something. They know there's new things out there. They read it on the internet. Their neighbors are talking. They can, they can, they see it on Facebook. So that I guess if, if I'm speaking to our listeners out there and some of them are mature dentists, for heaven's sakes, if they're having a problem, have them call you because you can help them with that. I can do it with integrity, authority, with experience not to judge. I am not a judgmental teacher or a mentor. I am somebody who offers um, alternatives. And when you offer alternatives with knowledge and with skill sets, that's power. Mm -hmm. Okay, now you own it. A mentor goes away. It's not about me, it's about you. Mm -hmm that you give it to somebody. True, very true. So uh, let me ask you uh, one more thought. What, you know, what separates the really good dentists from those dentists who are you know, maybe mediocre or subpar? You know, what separates the, those groups? You, know, you having started where you started and you've kind of been on this journey and you've no longer become a dentist, you've become a teacher and a mentor, which, you know, how, you know, tell me a little bit about that. Well, I've witnessed a wide variety of dentists and uh, believe it or not, most dentists are introverts. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're very technical and they're very smart and we do a special skill set that nobody in the world can do. Mm -hmm. We work upside down under bacterial infested waters. <laughs> your work, your work's going to get destroyed yes. by bacteria and, and by engineering forces. And you try to achieve perfection in that environment. I got news for you. You can splash all the water in your face in the bathroom. It's still going to fail. Correct. Okay. What I've learned is that when you understand what you're doing completely, and you're comfortable, you're relaxed. Now you can now you can communicate with your staff, you can communicate with your patients, you're relaxed. You're not uptight, you're not controlling, mm -hmm. you're relaxed. And then you empower other people and watch them, just watch them grow and become more than they ever thought they could. Same with the patients, you empower the patients. It's not about you. It's about being comfortable and about being prepared. Right, that was great. Thank you very much. That was a pretty insightful stuff. Um, that's gonna be really great for our listeners. Um, all right, so it looks like our time is winding down. You know, Dr. Miller, uh, thank you for spending time with us today. Uh, you shared some great information. I think uh, our listeners are really gonna appreciate that. Um, to all, our, all of our listeners, um, if, you know, if this is of, of interest to you, uh, please go to whitedentalconsulting.com slash breakdown, or you can call us at 952-432-3322. And thank you for listening today. My pleasure.